0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to episode 10 of the Believe in Minnesota football podcast presented by the Believe Podcast Networks. I'm your host, Tony Liebert, and you can follow me on Twitter at Tony Liebert. That is Tony, L-I-E, B as in boy, E-R-T. For today's episode, I will be talking about Trey Potts' season-ending injury and um, offensive guard Curtis Dunlap Jr. entering the transfer portal. Um, we will also preview the Gophers' Week 7 matchup with Nebraska. We'll talk about what Scott Frost has built in Lincoln. Um, is Adrian Martinez actually a good quarterback? And actually, how good or bad are the Cornhuskers? Huskers? So, P.J. Fleck opened his press conference on Monday. Um, Exactly, his exact quote was, uh, do I expect him to play the rest of the year? No. Um, So, sounds like Trey Potts is probably out for the rest of the year. Um, It's a very interesting uh, situation because the injury was very... uh, under the radar, it wasn't widely publicized. Um, and so after, if you don't know, after the, the Purdue game, uh, after the four, fourth quarter, he went to um, an Indiana hospital uh, straight from the game. And he would not get discharged until six days after the game. Um, never want to speculate, but I l- heard that the injuries likely related to his head and maybe, like, head trauma, but you never want to uh, speculate that. So, um, hopefully, uh, P.J. Flex said he's feeling better, and I guess that's all that matters at this point. Um, As for uh, replacing him, uh, unfortunately, the Gophers have a lot of uh, experience now doing this after replacing – Mohammed Ibrahim after the first game of the season, I, I think this time uh, the Gophers are probably going to use more of a committee approach than relying on uh, pots. Right after Mo went down, I do think um, Bucky Irving and Kai Thomas will probably uh, get the biggest workload increase. I think they both shown that they have the talent and. Uh, they have the responsibility to be able to handle the bigger role as Bucky's a true freshman and Kai's a redshirt freshman. Um I think Bryce Williams will get a lot of uh involvement as well. He has the most career carries out of the bunch. And even though Cam Wiley's looked um ineffective really throughout his career, um, he struggled with explosiveness and Kind of runs straight up. I think he'll uh, get a second chance or a third chance or whatever chance you want. And Fleck even mentioned um, Cole Kramer, the Wildcat quarterback. I uh, don't know if I agree with it, but I think we could expect um, more Wildcat jumbo packages with uh, Kramer lining up behind center. Um, I think Sanford and Fleck will try to get creative using that those that group of uh runners but i think uh irvin should get the most uh increase in workload and kai thomas um at at least hopefully they do because i think they are uh kind of separating themselves from all the other runners on the team healthy runners now and uh i think they both could be pretty effective this We'll get to Dunlap leaving, but this is still one of the better offensive lines in the conference. And I think whoever uh, runs behind them is going to be effective. Um, that doesn't mean they'll be as effective as Potts, and Potts wasn't as effective as Ibrahim. But I think they'll still be great runners, and Irving and Kai Thomas were both big-time recruits, and they were big-time recruits for a reason. They're talented, and... Um, I, I think this offense should not dramatically uh, fall behind after losing Potts, but uh, that's obviously a bit optimistic, and you never know what can happen when you're relying on two freshmen likely to take on uh, the workload. Um. So now into uh, Curtis Dunlap Jr. entering the transfer portal. Um. So uh, Dunlap started the first three games at guard for the Gophers this year and in in the last two uh, he rotated in uh, more than starting Um, this is his uh, second time entering the transfer portal he entered his name last September um, but removed it the same week and then he ended up missing the entire season due to an ankle injury Um, he was a if you remember he was a four star recruit uh coming in to the gophers uh he played with daniel Falela at i m g academy um i i don't think this dramatically hurts the gophers offensive line this season but i i think it's uh much much bigger heading into next year because he was a uh true junior or redshirt junior, I believe, he had oh, two years of eligibility left. I could be wrong. I, I get confused with the COVID year and everything now. Um, but the Gophers are starting five seniors across the offensive line this year. Um, so next year it'll be very very inexperienced, and uh, losing Dunlap I think is gonna really hurt them next year. Uh, the Honestly, I think it almost might help them this year because I don't really agree with rotating in offensive linemen. I think that's a position where you really need to get in a rhythm as a group, and rotating that in can kind of hurt the rhythm, and I think that might have been contributing to some of their inconsistencies this year. Um, But obviously a guy transferring is not good for morale in the group. Um, so But I think... If anything, it, it's going to help him this year. I don't think it's going to really hurt him at all. Next year, um, with possibly the entire offensive line leaving, I think it's a huge, huge loss um, to not have him. Um, they still have some talent up front, but uh, it, it definitely is going to hurt him next year. Um, so losing two, uh, I guess, major contributors is kind of, uh big news for this season so i i don't think um it dramatically hurts them but it certainly hurts their depth this uh increase or decreases their margin for error uh, this team has very very small margin for error now in the rest of the year um their uh running back depth is obviously very very thin and now their uh offensive line depth is what was a strength is now only getting thinner um not to make an excuse but this team's faced a lot of injuries and adversity uh into this year this was obviously supposed to be flex big year uh it's all his own recruits he's got all this depth all this uh veteran uh depth but he's had a lot of adversity and a lot of uh injuries this year with Crab going down, uh preseason, uh Mo going down week one, Jordan Howden going down week one, uh Crab battling his injury all year, now uh Potts going down and Dunlap transferring. It's a lot of adversity for any team to face. Um as for just uh initially with the depth of chart and outlook for this team i don't think either injury hurts them dramatically but you never know how a team can mentally react to losing two big uh, players that are involved in your team so um I, i think they'll be able to move on from both um instances but you never know as for how this affects the gophers um heading into next season um So, like I said, they'll probably lose all – they might lose all five offensive linemen. Um, They're starting four redshirt seniors who were all in their last year. And then uh, Daniel Falele, who's a true senior, who could, I believe, technically come back, but he's getting a lot of first-round NFL hype. So, I'd imagine um, he will likely uh, go to the pros. So, uh, next year, I feel like now they got two – uh, for sure starters, Axel Rushmeyer. And, well, Axel Rushmeyer's a redshirt senior too. So, um, Nathan Bowe will probably have a – will fit right into the offensive line next year. Uh, J.J. Gaudette will be another guy. Um, Austin Byer; those three will probably play a big role next year. Um, and then you got uh, Logan Purcell, who's a true freshman this year. He might have to fill in. Um Carter Shaw was a uh, transfer from Utah State who has not really had a role this year, but he'll have an, uh, another season to develop next year, obviously. But uh, basically, there's just a lot of questions now, and losing another body that would answer one of those questions is huge for this offense line. So this year, I don't think they're going to feel it too much, but next year, it's going to be tough to replace him. As, as for uh, the running back room, uh, there's no confirmation if this will hurt Potts um, if this is a career-ending type of injury, but obviously you don't want to speculate. Uh, that'll obviously hurt hit or hurt the depth of the running back room, but um, you have uh, Zach Evans uh, who will be coming in as a true freshman next year. Um, I don't know exactly if Mo will be able to return or if he wants to return. Um, but it's going to be big audition for uh, Bucky or Bucko Irving um, for the rest of the season and Kai Thomas because this could be their running back room going forward. So uh, hopefully uh, we see a lot out of them and hopefully Trey Potts is healthy enough to come back. But um, it, these both could hurt a lot down the road, but I don't know how much they're going to hurt this season. All right, so now we'll get into the Gophers and how they match up against Nebraska. Nebraska is a very uh, polarizing team. A lot of people love to uh, talk about Scott Frost, their fan base, Um, but I think under the radar, they've kind of been trending at least in the right direction for the first time in a while. Um, Even though they're only three and four this year, they started out with, They definitely got outplayed by Illinois week one, and then they uh, destroyed Fordham week two, destroyed Buffalo. And then since then, they've really been playing good football. They played tight with a very talented Oklahoma team. They probably should have beat Michigan State on the road, lost in overtime. They destroyed Northwestern, and then lost last week on a last-second field goal to Michigan. Um, So Scott Frosty's entering his fourth season um he's never had more than five wins in a year with the Cornhuskers. I think that's gonna change this year. Uh I think this is the best team that he has. And they're finally playing with an identity. Um they they at least like know what they're doing now. Uh they look like a football team. Before they just look clueless, he looked clueless. Um I, I think this year's a little bit different. Uh they look like a football team. Uh Everyone loves to talk about uh, Nebraska's local fan, or vocal uh, fan base. They're always yapping. They think they're the greatest thing since sliced bread. And uh, Frost is always yapping too. So um, taking all that out from it, I think this is a good football team. And I think the Gophers are, should be prepared for a, a good fo- football game. Um, how exactly... Good or bad, are they? Um, Obviously, it's impossible to know uh, for sure. But this is a very talented team. Like I said, they should have beat Michigan State. Last second field goal loss to Michigan, uh, played Oklahoma very tough one-score game. So that's three of their four losses really could have went either way. They got dist- They got outplayed by Illinois. They only lost by eight, still. So that's all their losses are by one score or less. But um, they've been in every game they played in. Um, they have the forty-eighth scoring offense in the country, averaging thirty-one point nine uh, points per game. They rank twenty-second in scoring defense, averaging seventeen point nine points allowed per game. Um, Oddly enough, they have a better rushing offense than the Gophers. Uh, They rank 18th in the country, averaging 223.6 yards on the ground per game. Um, This this is a talented team. they got talented playmakers um, on the offense and defensive side of the ball. Um, So... Adrian Martinez, their quarterback's now heading into this is now his uh, third season with the team. Excuse me, fourth season. Um, So he's had a very interesting career. Uh, He looked promising as a freshman and was supposed to take that big jump as a sophomore. Then he struggled. And last year, he ended up getting benched multiple times. Um, I think this year, he's really finding his uh, stride and getting comfortable. Um, Again, he's uh, completing 66.3% of his passes um, for 1,754 yards, nine touchdowns throwing, and three picks. Um, He's a very gifted runner. He's leading the team in yards. Um, On 88 carries, he has 450 and 10 touchdowns. Um, I think he's really like I said, settled back in and feels comfortable uh, in Frost's system. And Frost clearly trusts him because he's not benching him left and right like he did last year and panicking. Um, they, they're putting their trust into him, and I think that's showing on the field. Um, I th- he, He's in a relatively weak year for quarterbacks in the Big Ten. I think he's playing as one of the better ones in the conference um the gophers definitely need to be aware of that and be prepared for a good quarterback not the same martinez we've seen in the past years as for the rest of the nebraska roster um they have a pretty talented offensive line uh, a lot of youth they start two freshmen, two sophomores and one junior um that's kind of a theme for the the majority of this team uh they have a lot of youth and a lot of talented youth. Um, I, I think Frost is, like I said, they're trending in the right direction. Uh, he's This is the best team that he's put together, and I think they, they're only going to get better next year. Um, as for the pass catchers, um, Samori Toure is definitely the number one guy to watch out, wide receiver on the outside. Um, FCS All-American in 2020 at Montana State, transferred into Nebraska. He has uh, 25 catches for 518 yards and three touchdowns this year, all highs on the team. And then Martinez likes to target his uh, junior 6'9", whopping big dude, tight end Austin Allen, um, who has 19 catches for 222 yards and one touchdown. Um so even though Nebraska's a prolific rushing attack, like I said, Martinez is the leading rusher on their team. Um, they, uh, As for the running backs, they kind of like to deploy a stable, they like to use a bunch of guys. Uh, retro freshman Ramir Martinez, I know relation to Adrian, is second on the team with 72 carries um, for, well, that's – yeah, seventy-two carries for two hundred and ninety-eight yards. Then uh three other players have over a hundred rushing yards on the team. Um Marquis Step, uh USC transfer was supposed to be the main uh running back, but he's kind of been banged up all year. So I, I don't know if his role's gonna grow anymore heading into this game, but he's another guy to watch out out, out of the backfield for. Um, So then, for the defensive side of the ball, um, Nebraska's statistically been a solid defense this year. They're averaging um, 17.9 points per game allowed, which is 22nd best in the country. Um, Their main guy on defense is JoJo uh, Doman, Um, kind of that, like, uh chest piece free safety linebacker they like to move him around um he kind of does it all um they, they have a solid secondary overall uh cornerback cam taylor Britt has been uh, effective all year uh, defensive tackle ben still probably a, an nfl player he's been great on the inside and then um, sophomore inside linebacker Luke Reimer is first on the team in tackles with 63 total. And then redshirt freshman Nick Heinrich is second with 58. Um, they, they have a, a solid, solid defense. They got playmakers. Um, they know what they're doing Uh this is a solid, solid Big Ten team. I, they're not obviously going to compete for the championship this year. But this is a team that's going to be with everyone that they play with. Um, and their defense shows that. They they really don't have any major holes on defense. But yeah, Scott Frost is, uh, for how much hate he gets, uh, he, he's building in the right direction for the first time, I think. Uh, this team's trending upward. Uh, they have the youth movement. They have a bunch of uh, young players. Like their two leading tackles, tacklers, redshirt freshman and a sophomore. Uh, their offensive line: freshman, sophomore, juniors. Um, this team's solid this year, and they're going to be even better next year. Uh, so Frost has been. Four and eight his first year. Five and seven his second year, and then three and five last year. Seems like he's been at Nebraska way longer than now four years. But they're gonna have the they're gonna be a bowl team this year. I think. I think they're gonna get to at least six wins. Um. So the Gophers need to be prepared for a good football team. Plain and simple. Uh, They're talented and. Uh, they're motivated because fr- they have their back against the wall. Everyone hates them. Everyone loves to talk about them. And the Gophers need to be ready for that. As for what the path of victory will look like for the Gophers, I don't mean to sound like a uh, broken record, but they're going to need to have uh, offensive creativity. They're not going to. Uh, they're going to be need to be unpredictable. They kind of. Uh, wasn't a perfect game against Purdue, but they were trending in the right direction. They they were taking uh, deep shots. Um, I would like to see the offense take some more intermediate pass routes, uh, get Tanner conference. If you, back in 2019, this uh, offense moved uh, from those RPOs across the middle, just a simple slant route, an over pattern, um, get – the playmakers of ball. Um I think it's huge that Ottman Bell will hopefully be hundred percent healthy in this game. Um Dalen Wright will be back. I think that's huge for this team to have both those guys in the lineup, especially when um Potts is now out of the lineup. Um I I think this team will probably still rely on the rushing attack, and they'll still probably be a run-heavy team. Um, but, I mean, I don't agree with it. I, I hope that they just rely on their veteran quarterback to pass the ball more. I just it, – it, I'm imagining um, – not to be a downer. I'm imagining then this game the Gophers rely on the run. They're not effective because they're relying on two uh, freshman running backs. Uh, it's a lot to ask for out of brand new running backs. And then they don't pass the ball. Yeah. I hope that doesn't happen, but I just have a feeling it will. Um, I, I If I was the offense coordinator, if I was calling plays, if I was making decisions, I, I would open the playbook for Tanner and – pass to set up the run um he's a veteran quarterback you, you need to put trust in him especially when your entire running back room is depleted you have talent at the receiver position you have talent on the offensive line there's no reason why this team can't pass the ball um your wide receivers are now fully healthy um I, I think that's what the offense is going to need to do in this game they're going to need to pass uh As for defense, they need to rely on their defensive line in the front seven, who's been playing great over the past two games, uh, really three games going all the way back to Colorado. Um, They struggled a bit against Purdue, now that I uh, think about it, actually, but uh, this is still the strength of the defense. Um, Make Martinez throw. Even though he's been better this year, it's definitely been because of his uh, rushing prowess. So, this team needs to make Martinez throw, put him in bad situations, uh, force turnovers. I think whoever wins the turnover battle is going to win this game. Um, I I think they just this will need to be a team effort because when you um lose your star running back, you lose an offensive lineman. Um, you you need to come together and replace that with the whole team rather than just one player. It's not going to be like when Mo went down and uh, Potts just jumped right back in. Um, I think this is going to need, to need to be the entire offense needs to step up. The play calling, the quarterback, the receivers, the running back, the offensive line, the whole offense is going to need to get a step forward. Um, I would assume it's it's tough to uh, do that at the end of the bye week. Uh it would have been nicer if they knew Dunlap was out before the bye week and they had that entire extra week to replace him. But uh, it, it is what it is. I, I think this will be a competitive football game. There's no reason why the Gophers can't win. I just I have a bad feeling about this. I think it's huge that the game's at home. If it was at Nebraska and Lincoln, it would have been that much harder. Um, but... This will be a hard-fought football game. I think it's going to end up being a lot like the Purdue game. They'll need to grind out a win, and sometimes that's all you can ask for. Um, I think that's all I got for today's episode. I appreciate you listening. Um, row the boat, Sky U Ma, and go Gophers.